beauty and skincare is always a hot topic around here, and today I want to tell you about a new product line I've discovered that I think you will like, Exponent Beauty. Listeners of the show will receive 20% off their purchase. More details on that in a minute. Exponent Beauty is a skincare brand with a line of activated anti-aging serums that are clinically proven to reduce fine lines and wrinkles. The beauty of Exponent Beauty is their innovative form factor. The powders are activated with a quadruple hyaluronic acid serum in their patented precision-dosed dispenser. The packaging is gorgeous, and the dispenser itself is refillable, so it has also reduced plastic waste. Exponent Beauty's line of serums can be found in med spas and spas and dermatologists' office around the country. The line is dermatologist-recommended and clinically proven to reduce those fine lines and wrinkles, and to increase brightness and radiance, and to firm skin without irritation. No more expired or underutilized products with Exponent Beauty, just high-quality skincare with ingredients that work. Go to ExponentBeauty.com and use code TELL20 for 20% off a purchase of $100 or more. That's Exponent, E-X-P-O-N-E-N-T, Beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y.com and use code TELL20, T-E-L-L, the numbers two zero for 20% off your purchase of $100 or more. <laughs> Tremaine, and I have 10 things to tell you. And you have 10 things to tell. This is an interactive podcast. Each episode has a prompt and a topic that I want you to take to your journal or text to your best friend or answer on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. This is the show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. Today's episode is such a treat, and you'll notice that it's extra long today, which I will not apologize for because my guest and I had a lot of words to say about skincare and makeup. I hope that you will find it helpful and interesting. With me to talk all things beauty is my good friend and fellow podcaster, fellow former blogger, fellow reader, all-around hilarious human, Jamie Golden. You may know Jamie from her very popular podcast, The Popcast, which is a weekly pop culture breakdown. It is a never-miss show in my own podcast app. She's also at the helm with her business partner, Knox McCoy, of the Bible Binge podcast, walking through books and themes and characters of the Bible in the most humorous way possible. I could seriously listen to Knox and Jamie talk about anything all day. They have some of the best content out there. I highly encourage you to go subscribe to their shows. You can find out more about the podcast and the Bible Binge at knoxandjamie.com or follow the podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. But if you already listen to Jamie on her various podcasts, which almost always feature around pop culture, then you may not know that she has another slight obsession that you can catch on Instagram, and that is her in-depth knowledge of beauty products, specifically skincare. Jamie's Instagram stories, and she always saves the best ones in her highlights, 
They are such a good mix of knowledge and humor, and they're just about my favorite around. I'm going to tell you where to go follow her now because I know you're going to ask me. I know you're going to want to know. She is at Jamie B. Golden on Insta. Everything we talk about today also is in our show notes at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. On the show today, Jamie is sharing her must-have, her favorites, her holy grail skincare products, which I realize I do not know enough about, and it is starting to show on my face. If you listen closely, there are moments in the episode where you can actually hear me taking notes while she's talking. Meanwhile, I am sharing five of my favorite current beauty obsessions. My picks are all over the place. I go from hair to makeup to moisturizer. I just threw it all in but the kitchen sink on this show. How does this apply to telling 10 things? I will tell you how. At a certain age, I think we sometimes stop sharing fun little things like this. We either tend to feel like we've grown out of it, or maybe it doesn't seem all that interesting. Somehow, I went from teenage Lara sitting on the floor of Walmart, the makeup section, going through every single shade of Revlon, to middle-aged Lara where I'm trusting mostly beauty bloggers to tell me what works and what looks good. I would much, much rather talk about this with my friends. I want to know what they're using, what they love. I want to compliment them on how beautiful they look. And then in exchange, maybe they'll tell me all their beauty secrets. This is just a lighthearted conversation starter, no matter where you fall on the makeup wearing scale. I really hope that you enjoy this supersized episode with my guest and friend, Jamie Golden, talking all things beauty. Okay, Jamie, I've been dying to have you on 10 Things to Tell You because, first of all, you have 10 things to tell me about so many things all the time. Uh I and I do. I like send them to you via carrier pigeon DM. <laughs> like I'm constantly telling you ten things about any number of subjects. I know that's why we're such good friends. Yeah. But especially beauty stuff because you are like this unsung beauty hero. You know so much about skincare. I love everything that you put on Instagram, like your monthly favorites, your skincare tips, all of that stuff. And people who might know you from your very popular podcast, The Popcast or The Bible Binge, they might not know that you have this beauty obsession on the side. (laughs) They might not know it because they probably are like, well, she knows a lot about the Bible and the Kardashians. She probably doesn't know anything about like retinoids, but I'm like, I do. I I hold multitudes. I hold multitudes. You really do. I'm really into beauty stuff too. I'm not as knowledgeable yeah. as you are. I just have like favorites and I do try a ton of stuff. So what we're going to do for this episode is just do our five favorite beauty products. Mine are so- yeah. sort of all over the place because I'm going to talk about all kinds of things. You're mostly going to stick to skincare, right? Yes. But I've seen your list and yours is really good. Like I, like I could have said, like, if you had said, Hey, this podcast episode is going to be 173 things to tell you. I'd be like, perfect. Cause I have 173 favorite beauty and skin items. Yes. <laughs> Me too. That's what we should have called it actually. We should have called it. I was walking around my bathroom. I was literally had a notepad and was walking around my bathroom yeah. to figure out what I was going to talk about. And I was like, Oh, I, I have way more than five. 
But no, and then I'm like, and then I felt bad about the other products that I weren't. I was like, but baby, I love you. Like you know, I love you. I may not talk about you on the podcast, but I love you so much. Yes. Okay, so let's start. I want you to go first, and I want you to tell us just a little bit about why you got into the skincare thing because I don't know all the things that you do and I don't even know where to start knowing those things. So just like educate us. Well, you know how it is when you inside you feel still 22 years old, but like chronologically you're not, right? Very much not. Very much not. And not at all. Not at all. And so when I was 30, when I turned 35, suddenly that feeling of being like, I feel young, but I'm not. Well, now is I feel young. I'm not. And I also don't look young anymore. What's happening? And I got very disgruntled because I didn't understand what was happening. My mother didn't wear makeup when I was growing up. She would wash her face with cold cream and then put on uh, a little sample of Clinique moisturizer. And that was it. And not that that was bad, but I was, that's all I knew. And like growing up, I wore makeup, but wore it wrong. Didn't do it right. Didn't know much about it. The great thing is when I turned 35, Uh, a beautiful thing existed. And that was YouTube. And I started going to the dermatologist because we have skin cancer in my family. I'd had several bad burns. I'm very fair skinned. And so I was just trying to really be anti-cancer, but it never occurred to me that like I could look better. (laughs) Like I was like, well, this is as good as it gets. I have to look like this. And so what I did was I really went to YouTube, a dermatology school, but literally followed dermatologists who have YouTube channels. And people who were like me, who wanted to learn more and understand products better. And I literally watched makeup tutorials to learn how to like do my brows and things like that. But then I also really started spending a lot of time researching skincare online, both on really reputable sites. And then, you know, what is, what does Khloe Kardashian do? She looks so pretty. And so started doing that and then really spent time with my dermatologist, I like literally, like I would say, I'm like, we need to plan for 30 minutes. I'm going to ask you every question about lactic acid. And and so suddenly I started getting what I learned online backed up by actual science and it helped me. And then once I started putting all these things into practice, I can now look at pictures of me when I was 35 and I really do not. And I'm like, you and guys, I look so young now. No, but I genuinely, it's because I looked 58 then. And now I look actually like 35. (laughs) Like, that's my actual goal is to look, you know, younger. And I'm 43. So I'm 43 now. So wait, if I go onto YouTube, so I have a pretty serious YouTube aversion. Did you know this? No, I didn't know this. Watching people on video like makes me really uncomfortable, like curb your enthusiasm level. Like I just get so nervous and I have to click away. Does the listener know that you're looking at me right now on Skype? Is this making (laughs) you uncomfortable? (laughs) I'm so sorry that I've put you... Um, in disease. No, because I know you, but like watching people, I just get, I don't know. I don't know. I get on YouTube and I get nervous, but not when I'm watching the really professional people, which I do sometimes if I want to learn something. I mean, I use YouTube as a source sometimes, but tell me as a YouTube non-power user, what should I search when I go? Or do you have like a couple of people that you really love that are as good? Yes. Just as a user of YouTube, I have a curated playlist of people that I love and I have that and I bet you could probably link can to you, it. You, can sure. I link to that? Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah. So you'll include that. And so I have a list of people that I follow that I love, like skincare people and even like a separate list of makeup people, people that don't annoy you, you know, that you can learn to trust that you like and you believe them and they have similar skincare. Cause I think one of the biggest tips, if you're looking for people 
uh, if you're not just looking at dermatologists, but you're looking at like average people like me, but who really have studied skincare, it's good to find people who have your same skin type. If they have dry skin versus normal versus oily, maybe they have skin issues that you have. Maybe somebody's talking about rosacea or somebody's talking about, you know, cystic acne or whatever the thing is, look for that. And then kind of, and that's how I found some people that I was like, oh, she and I have very similar skin type. So when she's talking about this really helped my skin clear up, it means something differently for me because I have combo skin. I have a combo dry and oily because my skin is also holding a multitude. It feels like it can be all the things. Then finding people that you go, oh, they're actually entertaining to watch, but also really smart. I, I will say my hands down favorite skincare YouTube is Beauty Within. And it's uh, two women, Felicia and Rowena, who just make skincare very easy to understand. Quick, smart, and they work through it. They have they have graphs and charts and animation. And you just go, oh, now I understand what sunscreen should really do for me and what, what I should really be using. Okay. I'm going to link to and go look up myself your playlist. And then I'll also link to Beauty Within. Because I do feel like I want to learn more about this stuff. But I just – it's so overwhelming also. There's just so it much is. information. Yeah, so, no, it is. so tell me your number one, like the first – Thing you want to tell us. Okay. So mine are, like you mentioned, mine are all about skincare. And so, you know, I try to fill in the blanks where my mother had, who I love, but had failed me as a mother. So she cleansed and she moisturized, but it's the part in between that is very helpful. And so the first thing that is so valuable is using vitamin A that's often known as retinoids in the real world. And so it's really the superhero. It is what you deposit into the 401k of your face, truly, because the more you use vitamin A, because vitamin A and clinical studies, all dermatologists will say, eventually you have to start using retinoids because what retinoids do are they they help stimulate collagen production right that's what makes our our face starts to get thinner as we get older and it starts to kind of weigh down and you're like what are these jowls where why is my face doing that yes it is because collagen just doesn't produce as quickly and so retinoids spurs your skin to go no no we need collagen and so uh it also helps with melasma and sunspots and unclogs pores if you have and when your pores are unclogged they look smaller which is isn't that what we want and so for me retin-a is critical i use prescription retin-a um i used to get it for my dermatologist and i've worked up because you got to kind of take baby steps with uh vitamin a because it it wants to take off the surface of your skin. And so that's not always a pleasant. You can have a transition period where you're going to experience redness and dryness and peeling, but you have to keep going. Like you cannot be discouraged because there is a beautiful young face underneath all of that like wreckage that's coming off your face. And so I use prescription, but you can start with over the counter. Uh, vitamin A rock makes great vitamin A products. But really the most well-known and most beloved is Neutrogena Rapid Wrinkle Repair. Um, and you can get that at your drugstore and start there using it a couple of nights a week, working up to work using it nightly. And then you can move on to the gorgeous prescription retinol because eventually you want to get there. I got it from my dermatologist. It's tretinoin is the legal Christian name, you know, but Curology is what I use, which is just a monthly. I met with a dermatologist online and was like, I'm old. Can you make me not old? And she was like, sure. I don't do this. Okay. So Curology is an online so that you don't have to go into a dermatologist office. And so you meet with literally like I had to send her pictures of my face. She had to evaluate. I had to write out a lengthy medical 
form. I've been using Curology for over a year. I pay cash money for it. It's not an ad. But they then concocted a tretinoin formula that included tretinoin. Mine also included um, an acid that helps with pigmentation because she was like, oh, you're so cute and spotty. Let's work on that. And I was like, okay, thanks so much. And then we pivot that as we need to. So like eventually I got really used to the retinol. I never had any redness, any drying. And so I was like, can we up the percentage? And she evaluated. She said, okay, it's been six months. We'll up the percentage. And we kind of do that every four to six months. We check in and she'll switch the formula. Um, She'll say, okay, let's add niacinamide or whatever the thing is to the concoction. And it's been a great, and it's like, $20 a month, $24 a month. So it's very inexpensive. I was paying like 75 for my prescription uh, from the derm. So it actually was financially fortuitous as well. With sunshine, outdoor activities, and so many fun things to do outside, it is impossible not to enjoy all of these good weather days up ahead. Of course, we all know that more sun and fun means more sweating and yes, more odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi. Lumi is the first of its kind in the full-body deodorant world and is seriously safe to use on any and every part of your body. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how regular body odor was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. I especially love that Lumi deodorant is baking soda and paraben-free. It is also pH-balanced for safe use on all areas of your body. You can choose from a variety of fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code U at lumideodorant.com. That equates to 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi, L-U-M-E, deodorant, D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T, and use code U, Y-O-U. It's not every day that you find a product that you truly love and want to shout about from the rooftops. Well, friends, I have found something that I am genuinely excited to share with you today, and that is Born Shoes. Born Shoes are made with the best top quality leather with functional stitching and flexibility. They are lightweight, but they're also supportive. They are great for all casual occasions, extremely comfortable, and especially good for travel. The brand recently gifted me a pair of the Ithaca style sandals. Of course, they are beautiful. The footbed has extra foam for added comfort and with a slight heel for lift. I am positive that I could walk all over London in this pair of shoes, just like I did in my Born Sandals last summer. Born Shoes offers sandals, flats, boots, and heels in several styles and color choices. Take comfort in Born Shoes. Every season, they make high-quality shoes that feel as good as they look. With artistic touches, unparalleled craftsmanship, and exquisite materials, Born designs shoes to satisfy the demands of every lifestyle. Go to bornshoes.com for a 15% discount plus free ground shipping on all full-price shoes when you use my promo code TELL. That's born, B-O-R-N, shoes, S-H-O-E-S, com and use promo code TELL, T-E-L-L, for 15% off and free shipping. Available exclusively to our listeners for a limited time. Do you put the Retin-A, like if I was just going to experiment with this and buy the yeah. Neutrogena one, would do I put it on after I wash my face? You said it's in between moisturizer and after you wash your face? Yes. So you take a pea-sized amount. You don't – it very little. And then you just – after you've cleansed, 
And for those who are doing a multi-step, like I, I don't want to brag, but I do have a 10 step skincare routine that is so dramatic like me. But if for the average person, it's just after they cleanse, you would take it and put it in. And then you might add serums on top of that. You would definitely add moisturizer because it can dry you out. That's why my skin, my skin used to be combo oily. And now it's combo oily dry because the perimeter of my face has become drier because of using retinoids. However, I look younger, so I don't care how dry it is, as long as it's helping with wrinkles and sunspots and all the things that it's helping with. And I've seen a big difference after I've now used it over almost a year and a half, and I've seen a huge difference in my skin. Okay, I think I need that because what I do is I just frequently peel my face off. Sure. But I think- No, that's good. I don't know. I feel like I should be doing this regular thing. You should peel your face off. We'll talk about that in a minute. You should still peel your face off. But the great thing is what what you're building underneath, when you just use peels, you're not doing anything underneath. And collagen helps thicken the layer of your skin, which is what you want. It helps with firmness. It kind of puts that plumpness back in your face. That's what vitamin A is doing. And that's why it's so important. Okay. We're going to switch to me now. And I'm going to give my number one thing. This isn't my number one beauty thing of all time. Mine are sort of in no particular order. It's just five things that I'm really into right now and that I haven't talked to death on the internet already. Right. No, that's good. So like there's certain things that I've just gone on and on about for years. I'll spare everybody that. And start with the thing that has made kind of the biggest difference in my look for the last year or so. And that is the Beach Waver Curling Iron. Yes. Do you know, do you use the beach waver? I don't because I haven't like taken the plunge, but I want to because A, I've seen your hair and I'm like, why does your hair look so good? Because I've also seen, let's be honest, I've seen your hair look bad (laughs) and not on purpose. You just, I've seen you when you wake up and then I'm like, oh my gosh, why is your hair so amazing? So it has to be the beach waver. I'm really bad at hair, like noticeably bad at hair. Even when I was younger, I couldn't get my hair in a smooth ponytail. I have a lot of calyx. My hair's real like fine and it'll just hang there if I don't pay attention to it. And I've never really learned how to do it very well. And so for a lot of my adult life, or I mean like since this has been popular in the last 10 years, I guess, I've gone to the dry bar regularly, like to a blow dry bar every time I have an event or I just have a, you know, I travel and don't want to mess with my hair for a few days because my hair will hold curl or style or whatever. It will hold it, but I just don't know how to do it myself until... I bought this beach waver. I I think I saw like an ad for it. I'm such a sucker for this stuff. But uh, yeah, I was going to say, did you see somebody use it? Not a real person. I mean, I saw, oh. I don't know. I don't remember. It was, it's been a while, but I saw like a video or, you know, I wasn't on YouTube because I don't like YouTube, but I was somewhere and I, I think it must've been a Facebook ad to be honest. I don't know. Anyway, it's not, the beach waver does the beachy waves that are so popular. It's just a curling iron, except it doesn't do the thing where it sucks your hair up into it. I'm scared of those. Those are terrifying. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I'm going to lose part of my hair if I do that. But it does do the curl for you. So I had tried before this the wands to make oh. just a loose wave. And I just, I burn myself. I can't hold it right. Yeah. I don't like how it's like a cone shape. Like every part of it, I just, I feel like I don't understand this tool. Yeah. But I'd spent $100 on the wand. So then I felt like I had to tried a bunch of times. I finally had given up and was mostly just wearing my hair straight because anybody can use a straightener until I discovered the beach waver. So you guys, you clamp the end of your hair. You take a big old chunk of it. 
You clamp the end of your hair and then you press a little button and it just twirls it up. Oh, so what I might have to do manually, it's doing for me. It's doing for you. I mean, all you do is you just sort of hold it at the right angle that you want. And then you can also sort of hold it in a way where the curl is either very tight to the barrel or like sort of a little bit looser. So you're sort of controlling that part with just the angle. But otherwise, it's curling for you. And then you can also control, because when I first started it, I looked like Shirley Temple at the end because like I was curling it like too high tight to my head and all the way to the root. Well, to have the sort of like looser look, the sort of like I didn't try, but I totally tried look is you just hold it like a lot looser and you just only go sort of halfway up here. Okay. On the beachwaver.com site, they have a bunch of tutorials for different ways you can do it, especially different lengths of hair because, you know, long, short. Because when I started doing this, I had my hair was cut above my shoulder. So it was like a lot shorter than it is right now. So now I have longer hair and it's even easier. I bought my beach waver at Ulta. They're $129. I think they're all, there's three different sizes. They're all the same price. I have the middle size, which is a one inch. It looks like a one inch curling iron. You know, it's the same. It doesn't have the cone shape. It's like the same size barrel. But I th- actually think, even though it's expensive to do this, I actually think I'm going to get the bigger one now, the one and a quarter inch barrel, okay, sort of yeah. thicker. Because now that my yeah. hair is longer, I, you know, I, I want the curl you to want be bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, and Ulta does 20% coupons off everything in the store, usually five to six times a year. So you could also even, if you wanted to save a couple bucks, you could use that 20%. Yeah. And for your hair, like, I think that is okay. To spend money on a hair tool. But well, because like I said, my hair holds curls. So like I will beach wave my hair and it will last three days. That's right. That's what I love about a good tool. I used to only buy like really cheap tools that were like maybe like at a Chevron. Be like, this seems like a girl, you know, the kind of curling irons that you have to clip out of the very industrial plastic container where you cut yourself. You're like, I need this curling iron. And when I finally started spending a little more money, I was like, oh, this doesn't burn my hair as much. This actually doesn't make me as frizzy. Oh, this is important to maybe invest in a good, but, and products that will last years. So. Yeah, it's worth, I think that's true across a lot of beauty products. I know I'm going to get pushback on that because I do realize that there's some drugstore items that are a lot of times just as good as their department store counterparts. But I also think it is true that you get what you pay for like 90% of the time. Yes. No, I think so. Okay. So Beach Waver was my first one for people who are bad at doing hair, like me. Okay, good. Yes. Okay, so my next item for skincare, you've got vitamin A. We talked about that first. Well, vitamin B, specifically B3, which is known if you're looking for ingredients, it's always called niacinamide, niacinamide. And what is great about niacinamide is it's often dumped into moisturizers, which is great. So if you're looking for a moisturizer, look for the term niacinamide, because what it does is it really helps slow down hyperpigmentation. Most of us, as we get older, we're like, where did the spot come from? Is this a birthmark? No, no, no. It's the awful son who's trying to kill you. Really, 90% of the damage, age, the aging that's going on on our face, 90% of it happens because of the sun. Because the sun is against us. It's, it's, it grows flowers, but it's ruining our face. And so uh, niacinamide does work to really slow down melanin coming to the surface of your skin, which is great. It also, our skin barrier that holds in hydration, niacinamide improves the way that that skin barrier does that very job. And it also has an antibiotic 
uh, effect. So it's going to help improve congestion. So if you have blackheads or if you have acne, I don't know if other women are listening or men are listening and they are still having acne in their forties. That's was not expected. Thanks so much. And so niacinamide has really helped with that. My favorite high end uh, niacinamide comes from Polish choice. She makes a 10% niacinamide that I just do a couple of drops mixed in with my moisturizer. And it's a great, easy product that's really good and made really well. But wait, and, tell me how you do What do you mean you mix it in? Like, so you put the moisturizer in your hand and then yeah. you put drops? Yeah, I'll just do a couple of drops of niacinamide and then mix them together, almost like a smoothie. But in my, but in my hand, which is not how you make smoothies, but that's probably why I don't eat healthy, right? I make pizzas. You can make a pizza in your hand. It's different. But yeah, you can just do a drop. But you also can just do a couple of drops into your hand and pat it onto your face. You don't have to mix it with your moisturizer. I just like patting less stuff. And so, but you can actually put niacinamide directly. And it sounds dangerous, but it's like very hydrating. My favorite product that it's in, and truly, this is one of those times where drugstore, it really does trump almost all high-end versions, is CeraVe makes a PM lotion that has ceramides in it, which are also great, but it has niacinamide in it. And it is a beautiful moisturizer um, that you can use, even though it's PM, it just means it doesn't have sunscreen in it. So you can use it day and night. And it has a great dose of niacinamide. Are you using it as your, that's your moisturizer for the day? Or then? Yeah. If you're using the CeraVe, that way you can combine. Because a lot of times, Products will combine niacinamide into the moisturizer. So look for that as an ingredient in your moisturizer because it will help that you've knocked out two birds with one stone. Um, and in that case, the CeraVe. But like with the Polish Choice, Murad makes a great niacinamide. SkinCeuticals makes a great. And that would be a separate step. Or like I said, you can drop it and mix it with another moisturizer maybe that you love. Okay. I wish people could see my face right now because – we're only on number two of your choices, and I'm already just like, I need to get more stuff and do better things. Oh, yeah, no, really. Like, look, like right now, you now look at least eight years older than me, just since we've been talking, because I use my <laughs> sunlight. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So what's, your, so what's your next item? My next item is lipstick, because lipstick is my secret to all things. Bad days, feeling insecure, looking gross, of which one of those three things happens to me at least once a week. <laughs> right. No, of course. So then I reach for my lipstick. I think it is the biggest power move. When you have on good lipstick, and I don't mean like pale, demure lipstick. I mean when you have on like a good, solid lip. Yeah. It is the equivalent of having on like a superhero cape. Like you are just like, oh, I look better. My face looks brighter. I can take on the world. People take me more seriously. You would think it would be the opposite that people would be like, oh, like, look at this makeup coming at you. No. Every time people take me more seriously when I have on a good lip. This is no, I've, real. I've, see, I've seen you in a lip like this. And like, I've been in your house where you hadn't put it on yet. And I'm like, Laura's fine. It's fine. Like, she's not intimidating. And then you put it on. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Can I also sit in the back seat? Because I can't ride beside her because it's yes so I but I have questions about you keep going but I have questions about how to pull off a bold lip I have questions for you so one thing though I mean I'm going to share my favorite brands and my favorite colors within those brands because I feel really pretty strongly about the lip and I this is something I've talked about for years but it just bears repeating always so no apologies I really feel like even the shyest listener 
should treat themselves to a bold lip and see how it like changes them internally. However, as I age, first of all, my lips are shrinking. They totally are. This is this is a real thing that I didn't think would happen that is happening. Yeah, no, no one tells us that our lips are going to get tiny. And while I will do all kinds of cosmetic procedures and I'll put poison in my forehead. That's fine. I am very hesitant. I, I won't do my lips. I just can't do it. It stresses me out. When I see people who have done it too much, I just I just know I'm going to be that person that reacts terrible and just lips Right. And then we're supposed to just pretend your lips are not now the, half the size of your face. We're just supposed to pretend. Okay. Don't make us do that. I just, I cannot do it. So I am living with not only much thinner lips than I used to have, but also... How do I explain this? Complaints I used to read about in magazines, like complaints about lipsticks feathering or bleeding or whatever. I'd always be like, I don't understand what these women are doing because that was never a problem for me. Now, suddenly, as I age, I have like lip bleeding, my lipstick bleeds or feathers, and it never used to before. And I don't know if that's because my face is falling and so everything's just like, (laughs) I don't know what's happening. (laughs) But it's it's a true true. thing. No, it's true thing because I'll look down and I'll go, why is my lipstick over there? That's right. not where I put it. But it didn't it's used to like, happen. No, it didn't use and it didn't used to happen because it's not like I'm just eating something or whatever. No, it's literally it's like traveling to my jowls that are now hanging down. And you're like, get back on my lips. What are you doing? I know. Like I've had weird nights where I come home from dinner and I thought I was killing it. And then I'll be like, look at my lipstick, and I'm like, no, nobody told me that I have lipstick on my chin. What are we doing? What is happening? <laughs> so I have some foolproof lipsticks that I really stand by. Number one is the Audacious line from NARS. NARS, if I had to choose, like if somebody stood me in Sephora with like, you know, a real threat to my life that I had to pick one brand and one brand only of makeup, I would have to go with NARS. Like just on the whole, yeah. I, I enjoy all of their products. They make great products. They yeah. make great products. I'm not completely brand loyal to them. I wear all kinds of brands. But if I had to choose one, NARS is it. And I do think that their Audacious lipsticks, which came out a few years ago, are genuinely the best formula on the market at that price point. So like there's – I don't even try some of the like crazy $70 lipsticks. Like I just can't manage to do that. But for $34 – I will buy the Audacious. They stay. The colors are really pigmented and beautiful. They're creamy and not drying. My two favorite colors, now I'm, you know, this isn't going to work for everybody. I'm pale skinned. Choose colors at your own risk. But my favorite colors are Anna, which is a just like a mauve pink, like a good day lipstick. Okay. And Janet, which is like Uh-oh. Janet is coming for you. Janet feels like someone who would come for us. Janet is living her best life in the lip area. That's so good. I also really love, from NARS, again, the velvet matte lip pencils, which are like chubby. I don't know why they call them okay. lip pencils because I think that is has a different connotation. But they're like chubby, big old pencils, like big old crayons. But you use them as your whole lip color? You use them as my, I use them as my whole thing. I don't okay. even use a liner when I use them. They're matte. They're, okay. They do stay in place better than regular lipstick formula. And okay. very similar to the Anna color in the Audacious, but a different formula in the Velvet Matte Lip Pencil is Sex Machine. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. Well, hang on. I'm going to have to go order this right now. Like, <laughs> right now. Uh, do I Google sex machine? No, I probably shouldn't. I actually wore sex machine on my wedding day. Not, not ironically. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just a really beautiful pink, nice pink color. Okay, perfect. Two more lipsticks that I have to mention because I love them so much. My signature color that I wear like when I'm, I don't know, going to be like speaking or, you know, have an event that always gets commented on. I feel like it's just the color that when people ask me, what are you wearing? I seem to always be wearing MAC in Rebel. Ooh. So is that like a pink or red? It's like like a, it's like a deep fuchsia, like a, ooh. It's really, really, it's just, it's a power move. And I think actually MAC, this is sort of MAC specialty, a lot of their products would go on a lot of skin tones. I really do think that Rebel in particular, it's a deep pink that it it will look really good on a range of skin tones, but it's very bold. If you're like not used to wearing this kind of a bold lipstick, it might be a little bit. But we can wear bold to like anywhere, right? We don't have to save it for a special occasion. Because I like, I love Max Ruby Woo because it's a great blue red. Yes. But sometimes I just want to wear it to like, I just want to wear it to Target. That's okay, right? Are you kidding me? I could not be in more support of that. Yes. Because again, if you're having a bad day, if if your hair is dirty and just in a ponytail and you're just like, I don't look so great. Lipstick changes the entire vibe. Yes. In yourself and how others receive you. I, tr- I truly no, believe this. That's good. No, that's good. That's so good. One more that I'm, I'm only mentioning because I've been so impressed with it. I got my makeup done for an event a few weeks ago. I got it done at Sephora, which is not normally where I get my makeup done. But anyway, the woman put YSL Uh-oh. lipstick on me. Now, it's only $36. And I say only, meaning... When I clicked on it, I thought it was going to be like crazy expensive because YSL, but the Audacious is 34. So it's just a couple bucks more. Yeah. It's YSL Rouge Per Couture is the. Sure. I, I can totally spell that. Got uh, it. I mean, I probably. In the show notes. <laughs> I totally butchered that, but whatever. That's the, um, the lipstick. The color is number four. I don't know why they just put them in numbers, but they do. Okay. And it's um, a cherry red, like it's sort of like a fun, bright, poppier red. It's not deep. And it, I put it on, she put it on me. And then I ended up buying it because it stayed for hours. Wow. It was creamier even than the NARS. It was just really, really beautiful. And so now I'm sort of touting that one. It's It hasn't been long enough for me to like make it into Hall of Fame, but I'm just mentioning it. Also, it has okay, a good. very beautiful, like expensive looking case, black and gold. And so I, you know, sometimes that matters. No, it does. Cause I was thinking there, I have a couple of like L'Oreal lipsticks that I do love, like Jennifer's nude, JLo's nude. Of course, me and JLo, we have so much in common with our lipstick. JLo doesn't even use JLo's nude. Let's all calm down. But the, the packaging has cracked and it's like, I'm just trying to keep it together in my makeup bag. But when I pull out my Charlotte Tilbury pillow talk, I'm like, it's like I feel some kind of way. And I don't know if that's healthy. My, my therapist would probably say, calm down. It's just a bullet. But like when I pull open that bullet and I'm like, I feel special. Like I, it like adds to that. 
like you, like you said, the lipstick is bringing a feeling, even like the packaging can kind of support that. I agree. And I have been known to give friends, if they're having a bad time, I will give them a fancy lipstick. Like I will go and buy them some Chanel or now I might add YSL to that. And I, you know, put it in a pretty little packaging and I'll be like, here is your, I'm giving you the gift of a power lipstick. And it is, it's nicer when it's in like a nice gold like package. You know what I mean? You feel like, I'm like, this is a quality gift. That I'm giving you. Like instead of me giving you like a chapstick, like wrapped in a nice, like, here is your Burt Bees. Enjoy. <laughs> exactly. That's so Yeah. No, that's good. That was a lot of words on lipstick. Let's move back to our skin. Okay. So back to our skin. So we talked about vitamin A and vitamin B. We would, of course, need to end the vitamins with vitamin C. So vitamin C, whereas... A and B are going to help repair some stuff. C is going to be all about prevention. It is a very powerful antioxidant. And so when people ask me what is something they should add, I always go vitamin A. And then they say, and then I always come in and C. Like I always like, you don't need to just do A. You should do C as well. Um, so C helps kind of fight against free radicals. The environment is bonkers. You go outside and everything's attacking you. Pollution, you have sun issues, you have just bugs. I live in the South. So it's just everything. It's just pollen landing on your face and trying to eat, eat it away. And so vitamin C can really break down all of those radicals that will accelerate aging. And we don't want them to do that. The other thing is vitamin C actually can help brighten your appearance of skin over time, the more you use it, which again, most of us as we're getting older, our skin gets duller. And we don't know why we're like, why do and you start to get mad irrationally at 23-year-olds when you see them. Yeah, I'm like, you're horrible. I hate you. Get out of my face. Youths. I just yell, youths. And I just run because I don't want to be around you. So vitamin C, the purest form of it is ascorbic acid. And the best way is to apply it again after you have done your cleanser. I like to put on vitamin C in the day. So where I may be using vitamin A at night, in the morning, I'm going to use vitamin C. And so it will be the first thing I put on after I cleanse. And you can get high end. And the holy grail, truly, the best reviewed, the one number one recommended by a dermatologist is SkinCeuticals CE Ferulic. It has a patented formula. So much patented. And it is expensive. And I just started using it. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. But it's expensive. Well, SkinCeuticals just sued Drunk Elephant, a skincare line that you can find at Sephora or online. They just sued Drunk Elephant for their vitamin C because they say they're violating their patent. Well, Drunk Elephants is half the price. So while you can, Mm. before they have to take it off the market, get yourself some C-Firma from Drunk Elephant. But you can actually buy vitamin C at a lower price point. L'Oreal just started creating, it's called Revitalift 10%. Uh, Those others are like 20% vitamin C. This is a 10% pure vitamin C. The reason that you can't usually find vitamin C at the drugstore is because vitamin C is very unstable as a product. So it has to really be ideally in an opaque container. You need to keep it in a dark cabinet. You don't need to keep it out on your counter where the sun can get to it because it goes bad within about 60 days. A lot of people will keep vitamin C in the fridge, which is a great suggestion. But mostly once it gets oxygen in it, it starts to degrade immediately. So you can't like like buy vitamin C and put it in your like backup drawer. You have to really buy it as you use it. And so it's hard to do that in a drugstore, like to keep things that can't last on the counter. But one of my favorites is uh, Timeless makes a great vitamin C that I would argue is comparable in terms of a dupe of the SkinCeuticals. So um, I like it as well, but you have to order it online. Vitamin C is the dreamiest. Like it's the thing that always makes me feel like, oh, 
I'm starting to brighten and glow. I love it. So after you cleanse, so you wash your face in the morning and at night. (laughs) How dare I do that? (laughs) Okay, I don't want to explain beds to you, but, (laughs) and like your bedroom. I'm sure your bedroom is not like the rest of us, but my bedroom is dusty. I sweat at night because don't, don't you ever like wake up and be like, why are all the covers on me? And you're like throwing them off. Sometimes you're sleeping with someone and they're dirty and they're touching you and with their weird hands. I'm going nice to tell hands. Jeff that you said that. Please tell Jeff that I'm talking specifically about his weird <laughs> hands. And I don't wash fully in the morning. Like oftentimes I will just do a quick gentle wash or I'll literally use a Neutrogena makeup wipe in the morning because really I'm just trying to get off anything that might've been in my bed, any sweat, whatever. I just want a clean palette because I am going to put on good products in the morning and I want them to be going onto a clean palette so that they can fully absorb so that the inside of me that's younger can come out. Is there any place where you've written all of this down? How dare you? You're going to make me work, aren't you? (laughs) Well, I'm just like, wait, A in the morning. No, wait, C in the morning, A at night. I'm already confused. How about I make a commitment that I write it down? Right now I have skincare routine. I have my skincare routine stored in my highlights on my Instagram. So if you go to skincare stars, I go through the whole process step by step and recommend products for every step. Not that everybody has to have a 10 step skincare routine. That's not the case. However, if this is one of them, it falls in your serum step. And so that's where I put vitamin C. So it is, it is outlined and detailed there. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to next talk about foundations that I sometimes put on an unwashed face. Are you dying? Look at that. Just imagine if you're going to recommend it, how great it is, how great it would be if your face wasn't dirty from Jeff's dirty hands. (laughs) Foundations are, you know, everyone has a preference. Every skin type really, really matters here or skin sensitivity. I think that foundations are not as easy to like give a wholehearted recommendation as say lipsticks or other products. However, I have one that I've discovered, like, I don't know, maybe six months ago and I've loved it so much. And I actually don't think I've ever shared about it. I keep meaning to share about it on Instagram and I don't think I have. I really have to rave about it. It's It Cosmetics Bye Bye Foundation. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. Now, listen, I tried a few years ago and everybody was raving about, people still do rave about, the CC cream from It Cosmetics and the all, all these things. And I tried several from this brand and I was like, I don't get it. The CC cream was super chalky on me. Like it was very yeah, drying and weird. Too. I didn't, I just was like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening that everybody loves this so much. And then I was in an Ulta. I can't believe I've talked about Ulta twice on this episode because I don't go to Ulta very often. I'm really a strong Sephora girl, but here we are. I was in an Ulta with my sister in my hometown, and they had, I think it had just come out maybe, the Bye Bye Foundation. So they had a big display, and I tried it on my hand, and it was so good on my hand that I was like, oh, I'm I'm buying this right now. I don't think before this... I wasn't using and had not used, like since high school, I had not used a full coverage foundation. Oh, wow. I don't really need it most of the time. I have decent enough skin that 
full coverage. Despite not washing it in the morning. Despite not washing it in the morning. So amazing. Full coverage, you know, always just look like way too much for just daily wear. So I just hadn't been using that. I, I sort of like a sheer foundation. I was using Armani Luminous Silk, which is a beautiful foundation. A lot of times I would even mix that or, or some other liquid that I was using with moisturizer, even just to thin it out. I just needed almost like a tinted moisturizer. But I don't always like tinted moisturizer as sold. I would take like a really nice foundation and mix it with my own moisturizer. That's so smart. That's what I had been doing. I just didn't want a thick foundation. This... It Cosmetics Bye Bye Foundation, which is full coverage. It's very thick. When you, I just do one tiny pump on my finger, and then I just use a little bit of it. I do not use it like full, full coverage, but it is thicker than, okay. than a lot of liquids. It is beautiful on. I use the It Cosmetics brush. They sell this. Their brushes are amazing. Their brushes like, are great. True. And... The one that they sell with this, com- or you know, beside this foundation is especially great. And it just goes on so nice without using very much. I mean, I've had the same tube and it's like $35. So it's not, you know, a crazy, crazy price point. And I've had used the same tube for a long time, months and months, using it regularly. It just has a really pretty finish. It covers everything. It's hydrating and it has SPF 50. Oh, wow. I mean, that's that's a lot of SPF. When I wear it, people say, oh, your skin looks great. Or like, I feel like my best face forward when I have on this that's foundation. And so I have been like trying to tell all my friends about it. Is it long wearing? Like, is it more of a four hour foundation? Or you feel like, no, I could go seven or eight hours. No, it's, it is long wearing. You do, it is so hydrating that you definitely need a finishing powder Okay. I have walked out without just forgetting the step of putting any kind of powder over it and been like, oh, I'm, I feel, I wouldn't go so far as to say greasy, but I definitely feel like, oh, I need to pat this. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, like it's too, too glowy, too, too glowy. glowy, like too, too much. So I use, and I have a bunch of different finishing powders I use very lightly because I don't want it, I don't want there to be too many layers. I don't want it to look cakey. I have dry skin, so powders can really have an adverse look if I don't have a light hand on that. And for my finishing powder lately, I've been using Fenty put out a... Yes. I don't... I, I can't think of what... I'll put in the show notes exactly what it's called. It's in a very pretty package. It's like, it's, a, it's like a pro filter, right? Yes. The pro filter finishing powder. I am using the lavender, which who knew? My At Sephora, they recommended I get the lavender because they were like, well, you're really cool skinned. Like my undertones are very cool. And they're like, this would be nice because it would... Like it's going to finish well on you. It's not going to show up as yellowy mm. at all. And because it's not really translucent, all of them have a little bit of a, because mm-hmm. you can buy lots of shades. Man, I love it so much. And the finish is so great. It's such a good powder. Yeah, Fenty as a brand is makes some really, really good stuff. I've not tried their foundations, which people really love, but I've used lip gloss from Fenty, eyeshadow, now this finishing powder or finishing polish, or I'll find the exact name of it. Also really happy with it. And you can, you can do it really loosely. Yeah. Which I like. I mean, I have I have lots of thoughts on foundation. I can actually talk about foundation for a long time because I think it matters so much. But like I said, I don't like to spend too much time on it unless I'm talking to exactly a person that I know what their skin looks like because it's right. just so dependent on a million is, things. 
Well, the good news is if you go to Ulta or Sephora, they will give you a sample of that, like at, the, at cosmetics. They'll give you a sample to take home. Or they have a great return policy. I'm, I never go into Sephora to buy something without returning something. <laughs> like, I think they're just so used to like, well, this didn't work. Or right. this this wasn't as great as I hoped it would be. But we have a good relationship because they're like, well, you spend enough money here. We know that you're not trying to take advantage of us. <laughs> but you could if you wanted to. You could. They're very generous. What are you going to talk about next? Okay, my next thing is, so we talked about adding vitamins. Well, we need to get rid of that dead skin, particularly your dead skin that is sitting on your face from when you've been sleeping in your own dirt and your bed bugs and all the things. So uh, acids, adding acids. And I think acids can be overwhelming for people because they're like, everything says it has an acid in it. What step do I use it at? What kind of acids should I use? And so acids, all acids are doing are exfoliating your skin. Most people want dead skin off. You having another an extra layer of your self that's from a year ago, it's no good. It does not make you look young. So you want to get rid of her and you need to slough her off. And so there are two types of exfoliation. There is physical and chemical. Physical is like when you use that uh, St. Ives apricot scrub on your face. Physical is all about gritty. But see, once you get about 35, you don't need micro tears in your skin because it takes too long for your skin to recover, right? The average face turns over one day for every day you are old, right? So when you're 22, it's like, oh, my new face will be here in three weeks. If you're like 43, it's like my new face will be here in eight years. It's going to take forever for my skin to turn over. And so exfoliation forces that process. And chemical exfoliation will help give you a smoother, brighter. It helps with texture, helps with just a glow. You only have to do it once or twice a week. Um, there are two types of acids. There's BHAs, like salicylic acid, which you might use for acne. Um, it's oil-soluble. So it goes deeper into your skin. It goes to the second layer of your skin and penetrates pores, unclogs them. Then there's AHAs. There's tons of AHAs, but mostly people hear glycolic, lactic, mandelic acids, and they're water-soluble, and they just break down the outer layer of your skin. And so they create kind of an even skin tone, which is really nice. I, my holy grail when it comes to acids is one that combines BHAs and AHAs. And that is Dr. Dennis Gross alpha beta peel pads. These peel pads have transformed my skin truly, 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 because I, you can buy them in packs of like 14 or 30. You can get them in gentle. You can get them in regular and extra strength. I get extra strength and then pray that they're like double extra strength. And so it's just to wipe on an acid. You don't have to rinse it off. I love a product that I don't have to rinse off. Why am I throwing water at my face? It never looks like a Neutrogena commercial. It always looks stupid. And then my whole shirt is wet, right? And so then use the second pad. It comes with a second pad that neutralizes what you just did. And you just do that in between your cleansing and your serum step a couple nights a week, a couple of days a week. You can use it morning or night. Wait, which one will you say that one again? The Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Peel Pad. It's like a swipe, like a Clearasil wipe. It's like a wipe. That's exactly right. And so it's if it's as if you had a if you had a serum that you had to put onto a cotton pad. They've already done that work for you. They've cut out the middleman, and so it's just in a little package. You swipe on the first step. It says step number one. You wait two minutes, and then it kind of sinks in, and then you neutralize it with the second. And that way, you can get your pH normal. Your the pH of your skin can get back to normal and you can start putting on your serums like your vitamin C or your niacinamide or whatever serums you might be using. 
I love AHAs. I also like Sunday Riley Good Jeans. It's a cult classic for a reason. You can do it the same way. You're just patting it on with your fingers. But also Pixie that's sold at Target, they make a glycolic toner that's also really great. But my pro tip is don't put the toner on a cotton pad like it says. Just put it on your fingers and pat it in. You're not, you're just going to waste product. The cotton pad is just going to soak up too much of your product and you want to keep it. And then BHAs, I actually exfoliate five days a week. So that's because my skin is tough like a lumberjack. And so I've built up to it. My favorite BHA is Paul's Choice makes a 2%, but I love COSRX Power Liquid. And I just put one pump onto my hands after I cleanse and wipe it all over. And it is a delight. It is really what's helping my texture. Because forever I was like, why is there texture? And it's because of old acne scars or just, you know, me doing weird stuff. And it helps take care of texture, which is why it's great. I need some texture help right now too. Well, I just rewind, play this back, and I talked about acids and why they're fantastic. I'm going to do it because you know I shave my face. Oh my God, I shave my face because you shave your face. You taught me about shaving your face. It's good. Which is a physical which is a physical exfoliation, truly. You wouldn't want to use acids on the day you shave your face. <laughs> like the day you shave your face, don't use an acid. That's a mistake. But because it's gonna burn like the dickens. And acids by rule will tingle a little bit. That doesn't mean they're not working. If they tingle for more than about ten seconds, then you might have a problem. And for people who have sensitive skin, you wanna move into acids slowly but surely. You don't wanna start with an extra strength pad. But I like shaving my face because it makes makeup go on so much smoother. Yes, it really does, especially in the lip area. So if you don't know what we're talking about, you know, don't don't pick up your husband's razor. They make face razors for women that are just like a single blade. I'll put a link in the show notes to the ones that I use. Tinkle is a brand. What an unfortunate oh, okay. name. Is it Shishido? Is that how you say that? Shiseido. Shiseido is a brand. That's the first brand I use and actually the one I prefer, but they're a little bit harder to find. I talk about this a little bit more in depth on the Sorta Awesome Show a million years ago, episode 22. I really talk about it. But I started to get a lot of baby, fine baby hairs all over my face when my hormones changed and like they didn't go away. And then... I just felt like I could see them in the light. I felt like they made my foundation look weird. So I start, I Googled it and realized that especially Asian women were shaving their face in this way and they have such beautiful skin. This is kind of when the Korean skincare was super kicking off years ago. And so I started doing it and I have not looked back. I really do still get those hormone hairs or whatever they are. When I forget about it, and like go a few weeks or something. And then I like catch my face in the light. I'm like, oh, I, I have a hairy face right now. And I need to, <laughs> I need to Yeah, show. and it does. Your makeup looks better. And I was worried when you first talked about it on that show, I was like, um, it's going to grow back dark and I'm going to have a beard. And that didn't happen at all. Actually, I would argue that since I've been doing it, I do it about once or twice a month, depending on mm-hmm. what's going on. But definitely before special events or anything like that. And I notice that it's actually the, the hairs have gotten finer. Like they're not as noticeable, so I can go a little longer. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't. It's a myth that it would come back darker or coarser, or it doesn't because I'll, I'll forget about it. I'll maybe I'll go a month and not do it, and I, you know, they're not like poking out like a beard or something. You know what I mean? That's right. Like like when you're like, oh my gosh, I should have. I wore these uh, capri pants, and I maybe should have <laughs> shaved my ankles. Okay. 
Okay. Wait, is it my turn? What did you, did you just finish? It is your turn. Yeah, I did acids. Oh, right. Okay. Well, because you just talked about acids and because we already mentioned this brand, I want to talk about Drunk Elephant. Drunk Elephant. So I splurged when the Sephora 20% off came around. I always like, I stock up on products then and or I take little splurges on something I've been eyeing. And I splurged on the Sakari Baby Facial. Yes. Which is a peel or it's like a mask. It's a clear, it goes on your face clear. You leave it on for 20 minutes and then you wash it off. And it's, I think if you're not used to doing anything like this to your face, it's pretty harsh. But I have to take my face off quite a bit. So it worked completely <laughs> fine for me. I'm not as regimented as you are in washing and serums and blah, 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 like every single day. I A few times a week, I do it. But I also have a few days where I hardly do anything at all. And then I get very frustrated with myself and I just have to take my whole face off. I just have to do a whole peel and just start fresh. But I do that like every other week, pretty much. I mean, I get to like a whole frustrated level. Right, right. Oh, it is a magical peel. It is fantastic. It's really good. Well, when I bought it, it came with a, because it's pricey. It's like 80 bucks. And it came with a little sample of their oil, their marula oil that came with it. And so I used the sample and I actually loved it. And then I was bummed because what I don't want to do is add another product. <laughs> because Wait, I love that you're like, I don't want to make my face better. I don't. I just don't. <laughs> well, I was just like, oh, you know, I hate that I like loved this little sample. I really do like face oils. The one I that I – I love face oils. They feel good on my skin. They feel like nourishing. I have dry skin mostly. I have a little bit of a combination, but mostly dry. As already established, I don't take amazing, amazing care of it. So when I take everything off, oils usually to me feel like they're doing something. The next day I definitely notice that – I feel like they've like penetrated moisture-wise the best – And what I have been using before I liked this Drunk Elephant one is called Best Skin Ever. Do you know this? Yeah, I've heard of that brand. It's Living Libations is the brand. The oil is Best Skin Ever. Best Skin Ever. Okay. You get it on Amazon. And just for the price point, it's like $30 versus some of these oils are really expensive. The Drunk Elephant Marula oil that I like is... $40, but for like a teeny tiny little, you know. It's not very much. Yeah. You don't get very much. Right. So I still like Best Skin Ever. They are are not dupes for one another. They are not the same thing. The Marula oil, the Drunk Elephant Marula oil is thicker and um, it's just a really, really nice oil. The Best Skin Ever is a great oil and I love it and use it regularly, but it's, it's definitely like thinner and the packaging isn't as nice, back to packaging. But for what you get, especially if you're new to facial oils, I, it's very, the best skin ever would be very good for sensitive skin. For, I don't, I, except for possibly if you have a clogged pore problem, I feel like it could be a universal product. So I have no yes. problem recommending it to people. Yes, because there's a myth that people think if they have oily skin that they can't use oils because they think it'll make them oilier. And that's really not the case. It's almost like the oil on the skin, it, tricks your skin to thinking, oh, no, we've already produced oil. Yes. So now I'm not going to do that on your cheeks or on your nose or on your chin or wherever you're – because I have an oily T-zone, and I would argue that oils have helped my skin, like, figure itself out, like, to calm down Mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. little bit 
with the amount of oil that it produces. Yeah. So those are the the drunk elephant pair, the Sakari baby facial followed by the marula oil. Or if you're not ready to take that plunge, I really recommend the best skin ever. That's so good. Oil. And I do want credit for how hard I've worked to pronounce oil for this episode, <laughs> because that's not how I say it in real life. I say oil. So I'm from the South, so we say oil. I really appreciate you making that clear for the listeners. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, my last item. And it is really, in many ways, if you take any of my, any of my first four, then you're going to have to take number five. It is a combo deal because... Once you start using vitamin A's and you use vitamin C's, your skin will become photosensitive. And so if you go outside without sunscreen, then you're going to get age spots. Your, your aging is going to accelerate. So you can't do any of these great things without a good sunscreen. And I love sunscreen and I didn't. That's why I had so much skin damage is because I thought you only wore sunscreen when you went to the pool or to the beach. I didn't realize that like, oh no, when you're walking outside, you need sunscreen on. That's how quickly you can get damage to your skin. And so there are two types of sunscreen. There's chemical and physical. Chemical is one that absorbs into your skin and then it absorbs UV, UV rays, converts them to heat, and then releases them from your body. And then physical sunscreen actually blocks. Um, if you're swimming and you sweat a lot, you need a chemical sunscreen because it's going to work. It's just going to be more effective. But chemical sunscreen does absorb into your bloodstream, which I really like. And uh, it can sometimes, it used to be that chemical, a physical sunscreen people wouldn't use because it would cause a white cast. But now they make tinted. You don't have that issue as much anymore. Physical sunblock sits on top of your skin and reflects the sun's rays, which is really great. My favorite holy grail is and always will be Elta MD. They make the best. Um, I got that from my dermatologist. You can buy it at Sephora. You can get it at Derm Store. Wait for a sale, like you talked about the VIB sale the beauty insider sale. Wait for that so you can save a little money. It lasts a long time. It sits beautifully under makeup. One of the biggest mistakes people make is that they think the sunscreen in their moisturizer is sufficient. Or if they have sunscreen in their finishing powder, that's sufficient. You really have to have a nickel size, a teaspoon of sunscreen to adequately cover your face, neck, and hands. And so you really need a lot of sunscreen to actually hit that mark of doing the work. And so uh, make sure that you're using enough. I then, the rest of the day, because I don't want to mess up my makeup. Hello, I've just put on all this makeup. I use a powder sunscreen that just goes on like a loose powder. And because I have an oily T-zone, it also helps with absorbing a little bit of oil. And my favorite is from Color Science because they do it in multiple shades. But I also really love the one from Supergoop and from Derma E. Derma E is translucent. And it's really relatively inexpensive. It's less than, if you find it on sale, it's actually about 20 bucks. And it lasts a really long time. I also keep sunscreen in my bag because I want to put it on my hands when I'm driving. Because look, haven't you seen people that you're like, they look so young. And then you see their hands. Your hands tell a, tr they tell a story on you. Don't let your hands or your chest or your neck. So anything I do, all these five things that I've recommended, if I do them to my face, I do them to my hands, my neck. And my chest. Wait, you put all these serums and everything on your hands? Heck yeah. I don't want to be the person that's got a young face and then has a crippled neck. Like, I don't want this sun-ridden, gross, spotty neck that's, like, giving away my secrets. But your hands? I know that my hands look older than my face. I mean, I can even cop, too. I'm looking right now. My hands are wrinklier. I can see them. You're right, exactly right. They look like an 80-year-old woman. Yeah. <laughs> that's depressing. 
No. <laughs> well, but see, that's the beauty is the retinol, it will reverse all of that. It's so great. Put a little sunscreen on your hands before you leave the house. Because right when we're driving, most of us, if we're driving a car a lot, if you look down, you'll notice that your left hand has more age spots or crepiness than your right hand. You're just making me do a lot of things. I know. It's tough. But listen, you're the one who's like, why is my lipstick on my chin? I'm trying to help you fix these issues. Like you can't just drive the car and assume it's going to drive forever. Sometimes you got to put it in the shop. Sometimes you got to get that car washed. We're, we're not 22 anymore. I always say, you don't have to do any of these things. You can age gracefully and do that. For me, I just didn't like the disconnect between why was my face sagging? Why was there this deep crevice in my forehead? And was there anything I could do to fix it? And science told me, yes, there's tons of easy things. So although it sounds like a lot of steps, my skincare at night at the most takes 10 minutes at the most. And my skincare in the morning takes five minutes before I put on my makeup. It's not something that has to be time consuming. And I think you'll notice because I think you probably have listeners who genuinely are sometimes washing their face with hand soap. You're destroying your skin. You're destroying it. Simple products that you can buy that you use. Plus I, listen, you're, you're worth it. Hasn't beauty told us that you're worth it. Do you care more about skincare than you do your makeup products? Like you personally? I do, but here's why. It's because I like a good foundation and I like a good concealer and all those things. But what I found was when I started loving makeup first, it was breaking up on me. So I'd put on a nice foundation and then it would get cakey or it would get caught in dry patches or so it would go on pretty, but then within an hour, it would be melting off in some places. It would be dry in some places. And I was like, well, wait, the canvas is not any good. And so that's what a dermatologist helped me figure out. It's like, but if you can get the canvas better, you can wear less makeup. I don't have to wear as much concealer. I don't have to wear as much foundation. Mm -hmm. And it all looks better because I'm not trying to work as hard to cover up every sunspot and all my dark circles and all the things. Well, my last one was going to be another brand in total that I have been pretty loyal to skincare wise, but now you're shooting all of that out of the water. No, I want to hear what it is. It's Amore Pacific. Oh my gosh. Well, listen, hello. Welcome to your bougie life. Of course, Amore Pacific is the, like, Amore Pacific is the grand poobah of great skincare. Are you kidding? It's fantastic. I love it. It's my absolute favorite. I don't hear people talk about it very much. I feel like it's not one of those brands that people are like, oh, La Mer, or, you know, one of the like, super shishi expensive brands. Because when I started use it, using it, I tried it at Sephora. I think I got it as a sample first. And nobody I knew was using it. Nobody was talking about it. I still don't hear many people talk about it. That's why I'm always like, well, I mean, it's expensive, first of all. So it's not like, sure. that's probably why, you know, a lot of people can't talk about it. It's very expensive. Again, I wait till the 20% off sale and then I buy all of these products because I love them so much. I use their face wash. I use two different types of moisturizer, the hydrogel and the rejuvenating cream. I use their eye cream, even though you say eye cream is not worth the price. I use it. I just love their, I love the way they feel. My skin likes it. I don't have ultra sensitive skin, but I will get little bumps if my skin doesn't like something. It's not crazy finicky, but you know, it will react. It's never reacted to anything from them. I like the way they smell. I like the packaging. 
I love everything about this brand. Again, I get it at Sephora, but you can get it at department stores. Amore Pacific. And I was looking up some different reviews while I was prepping for this episode. And a bunch of beauty bloggers and YouTubers and stuff are talking about, I guess they have a new enzyme peel that's supposed to be incredible, best of the best. So once my drunk elephant baby facial runs out, I'm going to try this enzyme peel and see how it compares. It's supposed to be truly amazing. So this is just a brand recommendation. I really, really love it. It is expensive. I am not even going to like pretend it's not. I started with their moisturizer, so it's $100. That's a lot. It lasts months and months and months and months. So like per per use versus, you know, if you're paying 20 to 30 bucks, but then having to replace it every couple months. I mean. Well, yeah. And if maybe you're going to get a hydrating facial and you're spending 50 to $100 on a hydrating facial, well, you won't need that hydrating facial if you're using a great quality moisturizer. Amore Pacific is the number one like Korean skincare brand in the world. Korean skincare is where it's at. I put snail mucin all over my face. Because Koreans know what they're doing. But also, I think people may not have heard of, more, of Amore Pacific, but if you've ever seen Laneige sleeping mask or their lip balm, that's owned by Amore Pacific. Amore Pacific also owns Innisfree. They own Mamond. Like, those are brands that maybe people have occasionally seen about. That's all Amore Pacific. They're great. Okay, well, this has been so fun and so informative and now I'm going to go spend a bunch of money on products I'm still not sure how to use. Well, and I'm going to buy lipsticks and I'm going to get me some sex machine. Like I'm here for it. And I'm going <laughs> to tell people I'm wearing it. I mean, like, oh, do you like my lip show? It's sex machine. I'm going to tell them. I, I really want you to. Thank you for talking us through all of this skin stuff that I didn't fully understand. And now I do better. Yay, good. Okay, I'm glad. And I talk about skincare a lot on my Instagram. I will answer any question. Like when people leave questions on post, I always will answer. And if I don't know the answer, I will work hard to find it. Your Instagram stories are my favorite by far, even if they have nothing to do with beauty. I always click watch on your Instagram stories. So I'm going to link to that for sure. I have, because we're personal friends and I know a lot about the stuff that you like. I definitely want to have you back on the show because as knowledgeable as you are about skincare, I just feel like there's so many other categories of 10 things you could enlighten us with. I know a lot about the Kardashians and I know a lot about Game of Thrones. So I love every piece. You're definitely going to be back. That's what I'm saying for sure. Perfect. I would be honored. Thank you for having me. So fun. I'm Laura Tremaine, and you've just listened to the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. You can find the show notes and subscribe to episode emails at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. And if you want to follow my guest, Jamie, today, and I know you do, she's on Instagram, specifically in her stories, talking about a lot of this stuff. She is on Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. You can find out more about her podcasts at knoxandjamie.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Now go share something.